Actor Andrew McCarthy's got a new book out, Brat and 80 Story. This guy's right up my alley with his movies. I loved watching him. Uh, Andrew, what's going on? How are you doing? Hi, Andrew. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, good, and good. Congratulations. The book looks to be a smash. It's currently out, or is it coming out, what, next week? No, it's out now. It is out now. Well, we cannot wait yeah. to read it. And I want to ask you, uh, didn't you resist the whole brat notoriety over the years? I mean, was it a positive back in the day, or was it start as a positive and turn into a negative? Uh, all of the above? No, I think it started as kind of a real negative in the pejorative. Kind yeah. Of thing, you know, who, wants to be, who wants to be called a brat? And uh, <laughs> it was kind of a really cast in the... A negative light initially, and I think a lot of us, myself included, certainly recoiled from that and didn't want to be any part of that kind of um, negativity. So it took years, I think, decades, frankly, I think, for it to, in my mind, come around to be what it what it is, you know. But the public always, I think, responded differently. You know? Yeah. So it's like the ultimate in-gang, I want to be part of that, and sort of latched onto it in the proper spirit right away. It just took people like me longer to catch on. Yeah. You know? I could say as a consumer, because I, I grew up and went to high school in the 80s, if I heard the Brack Pat movie was coming out, I was actually looking forward to it. I'm sure if I was in your shoes, it would be a different a different thing. But when did you first hear about that? Were you like uh, filming Pretty in the Pretty in Pink or something, and then you heard you're kind of labeled in this group? When, when did you kind of first heard you were labeled that? Yeah, it was during Pretty in Pink. Uh, I was in the office of a producer, Lauren Schuler Donner, and she said, oh, there's this article coming out. They're calling you guys the Brat Pack. And my initial thought was, oh, no. <laughs> 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 yeah, I saw the cover of the magazine, and it was a picture, of, uh, a still photo from St. Elmo's Fire, a publicity shot with Judd Nelson, Rob Lowe, and Emilio Estevez. And I was in the shot, except I'd been trimmed out on the cover of the magazine. I think it was just my elbow sitting there. And I was like, oh, no, they cut me out of the shot. And then I read the article, and I was like, Thank God they cut me out of the shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, and Andrew McCarthy. Go ahead. No, no, go on, guys. Oh, I was going to say Andrew McCarthy's with, with us in the book, uh, the book Brat and 80 Story. When, one thing about your movies, and, and I'll point out a couple when you did like St. Elmo's Fire, Pretty in Pink, Less Than Zero. The one thing those movies have in common outside of you acting in it was the damn soundtracks were fantastic. When you're in those yeah. movies, do you, did, you, did you know the soundtrack was going to be that good, or is that something after the fact? No, I mean, they all take place after the fact, but, I mean, they were. They made so much a difference in that movie. I, I remember when we were doing Pretty in Pink, John Hughes used to pop up on the set with his boombox, and he'd play a little snippet of music and get the guys around. What do you think of this, guys? And he'd play a song a little bit, and he just he was getting our input from, uh, from everybody. And those are the songs that eventually became the soundtrack, and he was already sort of mining us for opinions because he knew that the young people were the ones that were going to be listening and watching, so he wanted their opinions. But, you know, that all comes after. But, you know, to this day, I was in the supermarket last night, and I heard the soundtrack song from um, from Mannequin, you know, that, that Starship song. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's just follow me forever. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. And, and, you know, even going back to the 80s, you're a kid from Jersey, and you, you hit this initial success. You had to be thrilled out of the gate. And then you find yourself in Hollywood. I was in Hollywood in the 80s. I know there was a dark side to it as well, wasn't there? Oh, there was a bit. There was a bit of darkness going on. But yeah, that was that, crazy. There's drugs and alcohol, and things get kind of dark after midnight, don't they? And uh, 
80s decade sort of represented like a night that started early on the party and then by the end of the 80s the party was getting very dark at two in the morning you know <laughs> right <laughs> oh dear we should get out of here yeah hey, you know you're you're very blessed in your career because i remember watching on vhs class and then it just really like most people will be in a commercial or be in a hallmark movie or or you know kind of work their way up i mean class you're in a movie with jacqueline Bassett as her love interest your first role i mean it doesn't be nothing Boy, she deep. was something else i, know. Huh? I, mean, I saw the deep yeah Woo. that's a good good career to start with right I should have quit right then. That was really the pinnacle. Um, yeah, I mean, I was casting that out of the blue. I'd just gotten kicked out of college, and there was an ad in the newspaper that they were looking for someone 18, vulnerable, and sensitive to be the lead in the movie. And I was like, dude, that's me. <laughs> so I went to the audition with 500 other 18, vulnerable, and sensitive kids, and eventually was, you know, 10 auditions later, plucked from the weeds to be in this movie. Yeah, to play Jackie's young lover. It was, it was crazy yeah and it was well done and everything about it right. was just good and funny andrew mccarthy's with us in the book you can get now brat and 80 story hey tell us the truth because it's a classic movie weekend at bernie's but did you read that script and go how the hell is this thing gonna work i read that script and said this is the funniest thing i've ever read i gotta do this movie i love that movie <laughs> yeah it's it's so great man it's so great and the thing is is it's carried for so long it's amazing, it's, it, you know, especially now with all the memes and everything that pop up around Bernie, that, you know, it just continues to have a life. He's long dead, but the movie lives on. Yeah. Boy, it's amazing to think when you did all that, and here we are in 2021, and we're looking back with kind of rose-tinted glasses. Did you enjoy the actual sitting down and writing of the book? Because I'm looking at Variety Magazine here, they call you a very gifted writer. Uh, well, they're very wise, very perceptive in variety. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I did enjoy it. You know, I I, I enjoyed making sense of it all because all this stuff happens to you when you're young or whatever, and it was all happening quite fast. And all, I suppose, and then you just sort of get on with your life and run from it. I did anyway, and so to kind of make sense of it and sort of string it together. What's that old line? You know, we live our lives forward and figure them out backwards, and to sort of figure it out and sort of take stock of it and realize how much those movies affected positively so many yeah. people was kind of a, a wonderful thing you oh. know to realize that my place in that where i'm like this avatar for people's youth in a certain way right you know that the discovery the realization of that was yeah that, that's all nice and you know what's weird is is andrew I'm a, I'm a child of the 70s so i thought man that was with our classic rock and it's all the 70s i'm surrounded by 80s what is it about that decade of the 80s that my wife even that just resonates with people because the it's 90s bad. didn't the 90s didn't have any of that panache yeah, it's got to be the mullet, don't you think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mullet? Yeah. yeah, the mullet, the hair. The girls had that big, teasy thing going. The New which, Jersey which hair. Which was kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, they had the Jersey hair, for sure. I come from Jersey, so it was all about the teasing and the Jersey spray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were talking about now with uh, Nancy Wilson of Heart last week, Andrew, and we were talking about the 80s music videos, and she said every time we did a video, they just said, hey, make the hair bigger. <laughs> I remember when we were doing the video for St. Almost Fire, and we were, and that was the day it was like, if you were a real actor, you didn't do like videos or TV or something. So we were all trying to run to the edge of the frame and not be in the video because we thought it was so embarrassing. Oh, wow. Hey, you know, later in your career, you became a travel writer, man. I find that fascinating. You got to be ready to get back on the road here. Oh, my God. Send me anywhere, please. Right. Yeah, no. It'll, it'll be great to get out there. You still there? 
And who oh, they oh, hung we up. We lost. How did that happen they there? They hung up on us. That wasn't even our full time, No, was it, it wasn't. Oh. Something happened there. Yeah. Andrew McCarthy. We well, didn't he was sure a nice guy. We didn't even get to say goodbye. We didn't even get a goodbye out of that. Well, let's just hold it. He's calling again. We just want to say goodbye. Okay. Okay. Hey, Andrew, you there? Nothing personal. Somebody was on the line to hang up. Hey, can you say goodbye, though? We just okay, well, we got to go. Yes, yeah, yes. sorry. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, we just wanted to say goodbye, buddy. Oh, just uh, throw me out like an old shoe. <laughs> we get hung up on, and we didn't even get to say goodbye. It's that whole Brad Pack thing. <laughs> hey, Andrew, we'll tell everybody, get the book, uh, Brat and 80 Story. Really look forward to talking to you. Thanks so much, You're man. You're great, man. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right, good luck.